Your call is now live. All right. Thank you very much for that. All right, everybody. So today we're going to be learning about checklists for a professional client meeting. Uh, checklists for, you know, prior to your meeting with your client, some checklists that we do have during our meeting and checklists after our meeting. So all of this here is just going to making, making sure your team, yourself, you're set up for success when you're coming into these meetings. This is a realtor only call. So I hope everybody on here, um, are real, real estate agents. Uh, let me introduce myself. My name is Kay Watanabe. I am in Tucson, Arizona. I am a core coach, and I have been in the core for um, almost almost seven years now. Okay, um, been a wonderful journey for me. You know, when I first joined the core, it was me and and just my executive assistant April, and I sold about forty houses. And I thought I was the man, 40 houses. I was number one in my brokerage company, and, you know, life was pretty good, okay? I went to a core summit, and it was up in Denver, and I saw what a higher level was. There was everybody there was bigger than me. I was probably the smallest person in the room. I don't even know how I got into the room because I was too small to qualify for it. But it's it's been an amazing journey. Six years later, I went from four 40 sales to over 400 sales in just a matter of six years. So it's amazing what the core has done for me, um, what my coaches have done for me, and just taking these simple tactics that we talk about and get coached about and implementing them in your business, okay? So a lot of these things today that we're going to talk about um, were things that I copied from other people, all right? Some of it I started to create myself. And but just taking just a blended approach of some of the best practices that I've learned from other agents that are on the core, coaches that are on the core, and some things that I identified in my business that we can do better, we've come up with some pretty cool checklists that really set me up for success. So um, before we jump into this, how many do, how many people do we have on the call today? Do we have a count for that? Currently, I show there are 70 attendees on the line. 70. Wow. Fantastic call. So I want this to be an interactive class. So I'm going to talk about, you know, just different things. We'll talk about, you know, for about 10 to 15 minutes, and I'll open it up for some Q&A. Uh, I want to answer your questions here today. I don't want you to think that I'm just going to get up here and just talk the entire time. If there's something that you feel that can add value to the conversation or the checklist, I want to hear from you. So we'll um, we'll talk about for about we'll talk for about 10 to 15 minutes. We'll open it up for some questions. Talk for about 10 to 15 minutes, and at the end, we'll be able to you know can ask me any questions or clarify um, anything that you might have missed during my uh, checklist presentation here today. So the first thing that I want to talk about is listings, our listing checklist, because listings are the most leveraged activity that we do have uh, when it comes to real estate sales. Okay, and I like it where my team actually sets me up for success. So when a listing lead comes in, okay, a lot of times I, I deal with a bunch of referrals, so I, I reach out to my listing lead and I set up an appointment, okay? But there's also another side of it where I have a lead coordinator that gets, you know, maybe an Internet lead or a lead from a sign call, right, that's a listing lead, that comes in, and she will set an appointment in the calendar uh, for me to go out there, okay? So I do have a listing coordinator, okay? And my listing coordinator's job is to make sure when I get to my listing appointment, I am fully set up for success, okay? So I'm going to walk you through just a pre-listing checklist that she follows. So two days before the appointment, I get the listing lead. I go over to my listing coordinator, and I sit down with her, and I said, all right, we have this listing lead, and we have an appointment set for this time and day, and I need you to send out a few items. And she has her checklist. One thing that she, she does send out immediately is a listing survey. Okay? It's two things, actually, a listing survey and a listing video. So let me just go over what my listing survey says. Okay. And the reason why I'm asking these things is um, I want to gather some information on the house. A lot of times 
you know, I'm, I'm selling houses. There's, there's not really prior MLS listing data on it. Um, if you look at the county assessor's information, they'll just give you a square footage, but they don't really tell you a lot about the home. Okay? So number one in my listing surveys, it's a 10-question survey, is I want them to start putting in some information, just their address, city, state, zip code, email address, and phone number. Okay? It's just an important thing for me to have because I want to make sure I have correct information. All right? Sometimes our, our cities... Uh, can be a little off, right? Even though it's in a, a bigger area of Tucson, it might be Oro Valley, it might be Vale, um, and that can really throw off, you know, mailing, mail when it gets to them. So we want to make sure we get the correct mailing address, email, and phone number. Another one is, number two is, does your home have any of the following? Pool, spa, fireplace, carport, garage, Single story, two story, views, AC, evaporating cooling, sewer, septic, um, gated community. And the reason why we ask these questions is we want these, we want them to tell us as much about the house as we can before I go out there. Alright? Question number three. How many bedrooms or bathrooms do you have? Question number four. Do your, does your home have an HOA? If so, how much is it? Per month, and what is the frequency that you have to pay your HOA? Next thing, why did you pick this home? Why did you pick this area? Okay, I'm warming them up for these few next questions. Okay, these are important questions that uh, I need to have answered. So when I'm there at my listing appointment, I have this stuff that I'm already prepared for, okay? And you're going to see what I'm starting to warm up to. Next one, number six, how much do you owe on your home? So when I go out to their home, I already know how much they owe, and I can start to build a net sheet for them. So they know at what price, how much they're going to walk away with. Next one, number seven, how much do you want for your home? Okay? That's a good question. Many times early in my career, I would go out, and as I'm walking through and I'm touring the home, I would ask them, what do you think your house is worth? How much do you want for it? And they say, well, that's why I have you here. You're going to tell me. And we all know that sellers, deep down in their heart, they have an idea of what their house is worth, or they looked at Zillow, right? And we know that Zillow is not always correct. And we want to make sure when I'm, I'm, I have that information when I'm making my presentation to them. Next one is how much do you think your home is worth? So we have seven. Number seven is how much do you want for your home? Number eight is how much do you think your home is worth? Number nine, are you interviewing any other agents? And number ten, has your home been listed before? Okay. Number 10, we will know if their home has been listed before, but I want to know before I go out there, I can look at the history, I can look at price drops, I can look at pictures, I need to make sure I have all this information so when I'm out there talking with them, these are some questions that I can start to ask with me already knowing some of the, the data behind it, okay? And once the, the listing survey is sent out two days before, okay, so I can get it at least a day before or the morning before my listing appointment. All right? Next one is we send out a listing video. All right? And my listing video, this is basically a bio of myself and my team. Just some stats, highlights, recognitions of myself and my team, right? I mean, it's... When you send out a video to someone and you just highlight that and say, hey, this is Kay Watanabe. He runs the property partner. Last year, I sold over 400 houses. That's really, really big news. Okay, that's something that most agents in my town never even get close to that amount of sales. Okay, so it's a really good highlight um, about what we do here. Next thing, I go over a basic marketing plan. I don't sell everything to them, right? Just some basic highlights of our marketing and why the marketing has been so successful. And then it caps off, so why choose us? And it goes over some bullet points of why they should choose us as 
their listing agent, okay? And the morning of the appointment, I review the CMA, and the CMA is prepared by my listing coordinator using the data, because remember, she's, she's not a licensed agent. Listing coordinator, is, she doesn't carry a real estate license, so she's an assistant. She has assistant access to MLS, so she needs the survey information to pull the, you know, some of the square footage, bedroom, bathroom makeup of the house, especially if there was no previous listing data or MLS listing. And then from there, she provides me the CMA and the property records from the assessor so that I can understand the floor plan before I go out to the house. All right. And one thing about Tucson, everybody here loves to put an addition on their home. Okay. And sometimes the assessor's square footage doesn't reflect that. So as I'm walking through the house on their tour, I have my property record card, and I understand their floor plan so I can identify if there's an addition that is on the house. Okay? And then she prepares her listing, my listing presentation, and she already has a filled-out listing agreement that's a, that leaves a few items that blank. Price? She leaves blank, and just, um, the date that it'll go live on MLS is left blank. And what appliances will stay with the home, that's left blank. She does highlight these areas so that I don't miss any signatures, any areas that I have to put some data in, okay? So once all of this stuff is prepared for me, I call the appointment, I call the seller to confirm the appointment. And the reason why I call is I'm one of the better salespeople on our team. If my listing coordinator calls, you see a lot of rescheduling, a lot of canceled appointments, or if an agent came out before me and they're making up their mind to go with them because they were a great salesperson, I get a chance to really sell on why they should meet with me. So I make the appointment to confirm, okay? In addition to that, I like that I get to have a small conversation with them before I get out to the house, okay? It's always a little uncomfortable for me is when the first time I, I get to the house is the first time I've ever spoke to them. I like to have a small conversation with them to confirm the appointment, and then when I get there, everything's a lot smoother, more comfortable, when I get to the appointment, okay? So that's how my listing coordinator prepares me up to the point I get out to the house. So let me open it up for some questions. Um, does anybody do anything differently that they want to share that will add some value to the process? Or if I went too quickly and you have some questions that you want to clarify what I do or if you missed one of my survey questions, um, here's a time to ask. We'll open it up for some questions. At this time, if you do have a question, please press star one. And just one moment, we do have a call, few callers in queue. Let me get those names, okay? Perfect. Thank you. Kim, your line is now open. Hey, Kim. Hey, hey it's Kimberly. How are you? What's up, Kimberly? How you doing? I'm good. I saw that you were on this call, and I'd love to just listen in and hear some of the things that you're doing. Yeah. I love the idea of having the questionnaire um given by your listing coordinator, do you ever capture the calls yourself, like somebody calls you directly? And let's say you're out on the road, what do you do with that? So capturing the call when the lead calls me directly? Correct. Okay, so the lead calls me directly, um, and let's say if I'm driving, okay, and exactly say, hey, right. Kay, Kay, you were referred to me, I'm looking to sell my home, Love to have you out. And I say, all right, Kimberly, perfect. Thank you very much. May I ask who, who referred you? Because I would love to thank them. Okay? Awesome. Once I take that and give that referral person some honor, I say, all right, Kimberly, one moment since I'm driving, I'm going to get Alex, my assistant, on the line with us so that she can check my schedule. We can talk about it, and we'll get you scheduled. Okay? Is it just, do they uh, ask the questions while she's on the line, or do you hang up after you get Alex on the line? So once, so this is, the, the listing survey is done through SurveyMonkey. Oh. Okay, so let, let's let say if it's, yeah, so SurveyMonkey does it. It's the same stuff that you get from, like, these big 
stores and say, hey, we'd like to ask you a few questions. I and love let's say, that idea. Okay. Yeah, because look at it. A lot of these, a lot of these, like, listing, you know, you want to have some information, some ammo in your pocket while you're going in, right? When someone already tells me that I want to sell my house for this and you know that, isn't it, isn't it make life a lot easier? Totally. I, I do the questionnaire yeah. right at the table, and I was just listening to how you're doing it. It just seems a lot more efficient. And so the questions that I have are not the same, but they are similar. And so that's why I was saying sometimes when people call in, I'll be in the car, and there is no way I could really go through that. And I just wondered how you handled it. Yeah, so it is a listing survey. And when you when you heard my lit, you know, the survey, a lot of it is, just warm up questions to get to the important stuff, right? How much is your home? Yep. How much do you think your home is worth? How much do you want for? How much do you want to net for your home? Um, yep. Are you interviewing other agents? So, it's like the first five or six questions, it's just warm up, right? If you're getting okay. them into the groove so that, that you can get to the real deal questions. All yep. right. All right. And let's Perfect. say if I did take that call live and after Alex books the appointment while we're on the phone together because I'm driving, then I do mm -hmm. say. And I say, Kimberly, um, just a few things before our appointment that I'm going to need from you so that I can properly, you know, I can give you the best service. I'm going to send you a, uh, a listing survey questionnaire, and I'm just going to need okay. some of that back, okay? I'm going to need that back by at least, you know, a few hours before our appointment. And number two, I'm just going to send you a video. It's a short video, just a couple of minutes long, and it just, just tells you what we do, what we're about, and I'd love for you to watch that before I get out there. Okay. Fantastic. Fantastic. Love it. Is that pre is that pre done and it goes out to everybody or do you um yep. all right. Pre done. We have a few different videos that we um that we have and it all depends on different price points, right? For you right. at the Perfect. price point that you work, this thing has to you have to knock it out of the park. And yep. this stuff has to be you, know, you work with very, very high end properties, so this thing has to be amazing. But you also have to look at your clients. Like for me, I work I work listings from you know 1.8, and I also I also take listings at 200. So my yeah. 1.8 video is not necessarily going to work with for my 200 thousand dollar person because you don't want them to say, well, um, Kimberly doesn't have enough time for me because she only yeah. works with these type of people. Okay, yeah. so it has to just make sense. So we have a That's few different awesome. ones that we use. So it's they're seeing a house on the video that's just like their house, right? Yep. And we say different things for, you know, for different properties and for different price segments. Outstanding. Love okay. that. Um, and when I sometimes show up to uh, my list, not sometimes, every time I show up to a listing, I show up with flowers. I mean, especially if I know that they're interviewing more than one person because uh, nice. it's always nice to have my flowers sitting on the table when somebody else is presenting. Wow, I like that. That's something that I'm going to add. It is so beneficial. People are not expecting it. They're expecting you to give their presentation. And some of the things of giving the wow factor is that. And so I have my thank you notes in my car, and I send them just on my way out after I do my honor call. Yeah. So everybody write that down. I mean, you, you have to separate yourself from your competition. Kimberly Austin out of Denver is the number one Coldwell banker agent in her market. Uh, you can you, see Kim. what she does. She, she she goes above and beyond. I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's not just the stats. It's what you do to get those stats. So amazing service, above and beyond, plus one, raving fan type level. So good stuff, Kimberly. Glad to see you're killing it. Oh, thank you, Kay. I appreciate your time. Thank you. All right. Do we have another person in queue? Next we do have Ken. Your line is open. Hi, Kay. Thanks for the call today. Great information. Uh, one thing I'm curious about is um, we all know that, um, you know, doing a CMA and um, finding a price range for a, a home can often be more art than science. How did yes. you train your listing assistant to create a CMA that you are comfortable with uh, uh, presenting to the client? So she's pre she's preparing a guide for me, okay? So when I go to my listing my listing presentation, I do have my laptop, and a lot of times my comps are my my area my radius search is already preloaded, 
And then when what when and I'm going to get to this point too, but I'll, I'll just answer your question. She provides me a guide so that she already has the comps up for me, and she does it on my computer. So it's already loaded onto my computer. And then when I get there, after I do my listing presentation, I said, all right, now it's start. Now it's time to start talking about pricing. Let's look at your comparable sales and let's look at it together. And then from there, I can dial it in as after I looked at the house, right? Right. So, yeah, I never take and, – and I'm I'm super weird. I love to look at my own comps and I love to pull my own comps. But if someone can do some of the initial legwork for me because I'm just – like my time is just so precious, then I love that, okay? Yeah, I, I do the same thing. I, I get the client uh, in, involved in, you know, sort of analyzing the data and the comparables with me. And, exactly. And I ask them how their home compares to some of these, whether, you know, they think it's better or not as nice or whatever. And then we, we sort of find the price together. Perfect. That's the, that's the exact same way we do it as well. One thing that – the reason why I like some of it already preloaded and I can dial it in is I don't like the ton of bits. The, the ton of dead time. Like, hey, let me log on to my MLS. Let me do my radius. Let me punch in the bedroom bathroom count. Let me start punching the square footage. At least some of that stuff, the ranges that I like, are already in there. I've already seen it. And then after I look at the house, I can start to really dial it in. So about three to five minutes of, of work has already been done. So there's not three to five minutes of this weird, odd dead time of me just looking at the computer and punching things in and trying to make, you know, off-the-wall conversation with them. Got it. Okay. Perfect. All right. So um, let's move on here. But if you have a question, save it. And I'm going to go for another 10 minutes and we'll open it up for some questions. So I call to confirm the appointment. Okay. Let me just go over my listing package breakdown. Number one is I have a bio of myself and my team. Okay. Number two is I have my marketing plan in there. So it just talks about what we do to market your property. Number three, it's a promise letter, my commitment to them. Okay? Number four, it's an info sheet on the property. So as I'm walking through, I'm making notes on the property. And this, is, this info sheet is also something that I give to the listing coordinator so that when she's making her notes and she's plugging in the MLS listing, these are some highlights that I want her to uh, make sure she makes stand stand out on the property. This is like the description. These are some of the photos that I really want them to accent. Okay. Um, so how I do my my listing presentation when I first come in there, um, I like for them to give me. I ask them, can I put my stuff down? Can you please give me a tour of your property? And as I'm giving they're giving me the tour of their property, I'm asking them, tell me what you like about it, what attracted you to this stuff. I'm filling out my information on my info sheet, but I'm also trying to prepare, you know, some of the questions and some of the data and some of the ammo that I have. So um, I'm really getting them set up for our sit down. Okay. So once they give me the tour, I have my info sheet. I'm also making notes of anything that I know that they're going to have to correct because I like to talk to them about that stuff up front. Okay. A lot of these Sellers love it when you're up front. And I sit, I sit down with them and I tell them, you know, I'm not here to hurt your feelings. My job is to give you the feedback that it will make you the most amount of money and sell your home quickly. Okay? So let's say we go through that listing process and I always try to close them on the spot. Okay? So when I'm done with my listing presentation, I ask them, hey, do you have any questions about what we do or how we market your home? No. Okay. I don't have any questions. Perfect. Let's talk about the pricing of your home. Okay. And we go over it. Um, like the last gentleman, I think his name was Ken. We go through the comparable sales together. Okay. At the end of the day, the sellers ultimately have the control over where they want to price your house. As agents, we have the control of saying, no, I don't want to list your property. But there's so many different ways that you can um, market a property, okay? There's a you – can, you can market it below market price to hopefully get multiple offers to drive the listing – you know, to drive the contract price above market value. You can list it at market value, okay? For some people, when I'm sitting down with them and they're like, wow, okay, these comps are really low, 
Um, and I say, well, okay, we, we, these are your three options. We can set the low and hopefully drive it up past the market value. We can list that market value, or we can test a price, and I will let anyone test a price for up to two weeks to see if they can get it. The deal is, if you test the price, I will cancel your listing and relist it at the new price if it doesn't sell, because I don't want a price reduction within two weeks. Okay? So once we get past that, and how I close them, I like to do trial closes. Okay? So if I ask them, was there anything here that you're unclear of? Um, so you're thinking you're, you would like, you would like to try this, this market technique, because I give them the, the three options. Okay? I ask them with my trial close, when do you want your photographs? And I'd be quiet. And a lot of times they say, oh, how about next week, Thursday? Perfect. I'll get, I'll call into my office, I'll make sure that's scheduled, and we'll get the contracts ready right now and we'll go through them. Boom. Perfect. Once I do that, I sign the listing agreement. I tell them about my listing coordinator. I elevate my listing coordinator just to say, hey, my listing coordinator is going to reach out to you just to gather any in additional information we need. They're also going to come out and put the, the lockbox on. Um, so we're going to need a key from you. They're going to put the home book, and they're going to be out here just to make sure everything is looking pretty good. Once I leave the home, I do give them an honor call, okay? I don't want any seller's remorse, feeling like, wow, maybe I steamrolled them into the appointment. So as I'm driving away, maybe 20, within 20 minutes, I reach out to them and say, hey, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, I just want to say I'm really honored that you selected me as your listing agent. And then I talk to them about what I'm going to do to sell their house and, and really commit to being the most amazing real estate agent. And, and I also remind them, hey, this is a partnership. If there's any time that you want to see me do something different, just open up, you know, be, feel free to, you know, have conversation with me. All right? I come back to the office. I hand in my signed listing agreement to my coordinator. My coordinator then has her introduction and honor call, and then they send a thank you card and brownies from the both of us. Okay? Next thing, listing coordinator comes out, delivers the home book and the key safe to the property, and this, is, this happens two to three days before and she's an additional set of eyes for me to make sure everything that I asked them to correct before we go live on the market has been done. So she's looking out there, does the home smell good? Did they, they have a checklist of items we all agreed upon that would be fixed prior, okay? And if it's not fixed, that triggers me to call them and says, hey, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, um, listing coordinator went out. She saw that this is still pending, this is still pending. Uh, do we think this will be ready to go before the weekend, or did you want to push it out another week? Let me know. And then we do an open house the first weekend. All right? So that's the step from the time I, I go out to the house to the time the house goes onto the market. So I want to open it up to some questions, Okay. Is there someone out there that does something that they can add to this to make it better? Or if you have a question or are unclear of anything that I do that I can clarify for you. So I'm going to open it up for some questions. At this time, to enter the question queue, simply press star 1. And next we do have Blake. Your line is open. What's up, Blake? Hey, how's going? Um, going well. I, I had a question about your listing checklist. Um, questions seven and eight, uh, very similar but very much different. So I wanted to understand what specific information you're trying to extract by asking them. So the first was okay. how much do you want your or do you want for your home, and the second was second, how I much mean, you think your home is worth. Okay, so number seven is I'm sorry I must have misread that. Is how much do you want to walk away with? Basically, how much do you want to net? Oh, okay. Yeah. So my apologies. Good catch. Great catch. And the next one is just, hey, how much how much do you think your home is worth? And that's for me, I need to know how much their home is worth because if they're come if I'm coming in and I can see the cost and they're like, wow, they want to be fifty thousand dollars over what market value is, that's what I'm going to have to attack during my listing presentation. 
and the way I attacked it over listing or over you know market value price is the longer your home stays on the market, right, the more stale it becomes, and at the end of the day, studies have shown that when you over, when you list the price for more than market value much much higher, you don't even get market value because of all the price drops, and then buyers start to look at that house sitting on the market forever, and they just dismiss it. Buyers agents think, hey, you know, I don't want to show that house. It's been on the market. Something's wrong with it, or the seller doesn't like to negotiate, and they just blow by your listing. So the longer your house is on the market, you really start to lose a lot of traction, okay? And then people start to get nervous, and guess what they do when sellers get nervous? They start to lower their price and lower their price and lower their price. Okay, so that's really what I I just need to know what where their heads at, what what they're thinking. If they say they don't know, then I'm really just going to spend some time with them on the comparable sales that we're sitting yeah. that we're going over together. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yep. Next, we do have Floor. Your line is open. I had a question about um, the listing survey. This is from the previous um, uh, conversation we were having. Um, do you email that out, or how do you how do you send that out? Yeah, it's, it's emailed out through SurveyMonkey. Okay. 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 Great. Yeah. Thank you. So SurveyMonkey is really cool. I mean, it's you can send it out to a whole bunch of people. You can put um, just radio buttons in there so someone is, can click, like, I got this, 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 and this, and this, or they can – um, type in information, right? So if you're in the core, I mean, they, they do a lot of a lot of our 90-day surveys are all done through like something similar to SurveyMonkey. So it's just a really clean way to do it. You can see if they've looked at it. You can see if they've checked it. And a lot, a lot of times you can set it up where if they don't answer everything, they won't be able to press submit. Great. All right. Sounds good. And then the other question I had was uh, the house info sheet that's in your listing packet. What what does that all have? So the house info sheet, um, since I already have the bedroom, bathroom, it's um, what type of countertops do they have? What type of fixtures do they have? Any highlights? Do they have a pool? Do they have a barbecue? So there's other things that I'm looking through that I want them to highlight is their views of the property. Okay. Um, is it, do they have a pet in the home? As I'm walking through, and I'm also making notes, like, hey, carpet is torn in this area. Hey, there's some dirt on the wall in this area. Hey, there's some dog poop in the back. So it's just some notes that I'm making to also make sure that they're going to get this, these items taken care of before we go live. Because what I tell them is you really only have one shot to capture a buyer. Okay, so if you walk in and someone says, oh, my gosh, no way, you got dog poop in the backyard, I'm not going to go to the backyard, you've lost that buyer. Done. They're never coming back. you got one chance to capture them. I want this thing to be just completely perfect. So those are just the notes so that I'm making. Basically giving them, you're basically giving them your notes then? Yes. So I'm giving, I'm, giving okay. them my, I'm giving them my notes, and then I have my notes that I'm taking back for my listing coordinator so that when she's writing up her li her listing, she can see it, she can understand it, um, she can know some of the sales points on the house that I really want to put out. I want her to take a, I want her to communicate to the photographer like, hey, you have to take a picture of this stuff, that stuff, make sure you accent this, or if there's a um, there's a park down the street, let's make sure we take a picture of the park. If there's a mall that's like really well known, let's take a picture of the mall. So stuff like that. Okay. Okay. That sounds great. Thank you. No problem. All right. Any other questions? Yes. Next, we do have Paul. Your line is open. Hi. Good afternoon. This is Paul out here in Bellevue, Washington. Paul, welcome. Hey, thank you. It's my first time getting on these calls. I work with Oleg Scotch as our preferred lender, and he encouraged us to get on. Um, question I had was if you don't, if the client's not, or the listing appointment or whatever it is, if they're not responding to your listing survey or to your listing video, what do you do and what's your strategy and plan in that type of scenario? 
So if we if we can see that they haven't checked the survey, then I just give them my listing coordinator sees that and I just give them a call. Okay. If I give them a call and they still don't do it, who cares? Go back and 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 trust your sales ability, trust the process, trust your listing presentation, and go out there and do it. Okay. The, at least that at least these people know that. I'm so prepared that I'm doing more than any other agent. Because let me tell you, your competition is coming out there with their comps printed out in their hand with no listing presentation, sitting down with them and hoping and praying that they'll get the deal. Okay? Mm-hmm. No, I like that. So, Thank you. Even if it, um, even if it doesn't happen, you still, you still, you just go out there. Okay, and you wouldn't, you wouldn't bring the list survey with you at that moment. You're taking notes on your info sheet. Taking record of everything they're saying, but you're asking some of those certain yep. questions during that yep. walkthrough, right? You work. You try to weave it in during the walkthrough without Understand. making it weird. Yeah, got it. Okay. Thank you. All right, so let's jump in. We'll uh, we'll cap off the listing checklist side, and then we'll jump into the buyer side, and we'll we'll have some Q and A at the end. So let's say if they don't sign the listing appointment at the end of your appointment, right? Number one is I always ask them if, if I say, hey, it was, did you have any questions on what we do here? And they say, no, not really any questions. It's like, fantastic. Um, when would you like your photographs? And they say, ooh, I don't know yet. That's where I, I flat out come out and just say, hey, is there any concerns? Talk to me about concerns. Usually I want to make sure I leave with answering any questions that you have. Okay, I want to pull out the objection. I have to pull out the objection. If they pull out the objection, well, okay, you know what? I didn't really like your price of the house. I'm like, all right, fantastic. Well, thanks for telling, thanks for bringing that to my attention. Let's talk about it. What did you see differently? Okay. And then I give them some value to overcome the objection, and then I reclose. And let's say if that doesn't even work. Okay, before I leave, I make sure I get a commitment on when I can call them back. Okay, so I'm not the, I'm not going to sit there and overcome objection, overcome objection, overcome objection, because I don't want to lose the, you know, lose the opportunity because I'm a pest. And I, and there's just some people out there that won't, don't, they will not sign on the spot. They have to sleep on it. Maybe they want to talk to another agent. And I don't mind them talking to another agent. I almost encourage it if they don't sign on the spot because I know my competition and what they're bringing is not as good as what I'm bringing, okay? But then I always get a commitment on a day I can call them back, all right? And then when it goes into uh, – when it goes on MLS, my listing coordinator calls them every Monday just to go over the total showings, just some Internet data, okay, and to get a stress check, Hey, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, how are you feeling? How's everything going? Is there anything that I need to tell Kay? Okay. I want her to gather information for me so that when I call them the next day to give them the feedback, I know any information, any nerves, anything maybe I didn't do that I know going in what I have to take care of. Okay? All right. So next one, we've got about... Got about 20 minutes. I want to go into my buyer, just my buyer checklist, and after that, we'll open up into some Q&A here. So my buyer checklist, my RP1, which is my executive assistant, she prepares my buyer presentation, okay? Uh, I like to do my buyer presentations in office, okay? Every now and then, if I have to do a buyer presentation at the house, I will do it at the house after I show the house. Let's say if it's a then uh, sign call lead, internet lead, something like that, I will come in, I will get them excited, I will show them the property, and before they leave, and say, hey, Mr. and Mrs. Buyer, let me just go over a few things with you, okay? The buyer presentation, for me, it is a 100% mandatory thing that I do. I try to make it 100% mandatory for my buyer's agents, but let me tell you what happens is they're so excited, and they think that, just because they opened up a door for someone, they have that client forever. And my challenge to them is, why do people leave you or go find another agent? Because they see you as just a door opener. 
You're just a door opener. That's all you are. Okay? So your buyer presentation is just like your listing presentation. It's just as important. You have to be prepared for it. This is where you build your credibility. This is where you tell them, like, what you're about. And you want to make sure they play by your rules. Okay? So let me go over my buyer presentation. Buyer presentation, number one thing in it, okay? Well, before I jump into it, if you have a showing agent or a salary agent, during your buyer presentation, they are there with you. They are in the presentation with you, okay? Because if you do the presentation and no one's there with you and you try to hand it off, you're done. It is very difficult. Okay, every time I've done a buyer presentation and I'm the only one in the room, they expect to work with me for every showing. They expect me to be there at the inspections. They expect me to be there at the final walkthrough. Okay, and that's just not my model anymore. All right, so my buyer presentation package, number one is my mission statement. I have my mission statement in there. I have a bio of myself and my team. I have a promise letter, my fiduciary responsibilities as a real estate agent for them. I have a promise letter on what we do, and then I sign it in front of them, okay? After that, I have a breakdown of the home buying process. I explain the home buying process to them, and I explain the home buying process costs, what costs you have to look you know, what, what cost do you have to be ready for? Number one, earnest money. I tell them what earnest money is. Down payment. What down, down payment program just depends on what type of program you're going to go with. And we'll get to that point when we get you to the lender. Okay? We talk about appraisal costs, inspection costs, how much inspections, you know, what type of inspections you, you, you're going to need. After we do that, I, I, I check in with them and say, yeah, I know I just gave you a bunch of information of the home buying process, how much it's going to cost, what I do, why I'm so important is within the transaction. And I'm also telling them, hey, uh, let me tell you about open houses. If you do see a house that's an open house, let them know that you have an agent. If you go, if you're driving around one day and you see a new home site and you're just curious, absolutely, go check it out, but let them know you have an agent. So I'm telling them all this stuff during the informational part of my buyer presentation. And then we get to the fun part. And I tell them, all right, are you ready for the fun part? Guess what the fun part is? They're like, let's go look at a house. I'm like, no, I need to find out what you're looking for, what your wants questionnaire. And with their wants questionnaire, it's everything. Tell me about bedroom, bathroom. Tell me about the area of town you want to be. Tell me about the amenities, okay? And I'm very, very, very tight with this process, okay? If they tell me what, okay, I am looking for a good deal, and I'm like, I'm going to say, great, tell me what a good deal is to you. I'm looking at this area of town. All right, fantastic. This area of town from our MLS system goes from this street to this street. And they say, wow, that is a massive area. I'm not looking for an area that big. And I'm like, okay, give me some streets. And they're like, okay, we're looking for a pool. And I'm like, all right, fantastic. If I find a house without a pool, but this is the house of your dream, is the pool the deal breaker? Or will you still look at that house? Okay. I also ask them, what are the best times for you to go look at properties? What is your availability? Once I get my wants questionnaire done, I ask them, all right, fantastic. And I know this is here is going to be, this is going to blow everyone's mind. This is going to be so controversial for everyone. I say, fantastic. How do you plan on funding this transaction? Have you spoken to a lender yet? Yada, yada, yada. I know everyone here is saying, well, okay, why are you talking to someone before they're even pre-qualified? I know that's somebody, everybody's like, case crazy. He makes his agents talk to people before they're pre-qualified. I am a pipeline-driven team. Our job is to fill our pipeline with people that are ready to go in 30 days, ready to go in 60 days, ready to go in six months, ready to go in 12 months, so that we never have a bad month so that I don't always have to continue to hunt that new person down. I can fill my pipeline up with a whole bunch of people that I can project, 
that person is going to buy in 90 days, that person is going to buy in six months. And from there, and, and, and a lot of you that are in the core, especially level three, we know what we call on Thursdays. You know, what, what call on Thursdays we make? We make our leads calls. So we follow up with these people. We nurture them. We make sure their emails are hitting with the properties that they like, right? Sometimes they're not ready. Sometimes their credit's not there. Sometimes they have to go to work to get a raise. So once I get my wants questionnaire, my RP1 puts it into the database. We use Boomtown, punches in, making sure their auto email is set up. I have to put them on my search engine because I have to take them off of Zillow and Trulia and Realtor.com as fast as possible. If not, there's going to be a whole wave of other agents continually calling them. Okay? So once I walk them over to the lender, because our lender is in-house within our office, we walk them over. And they go through the qualification process. Lender walks them back with me, and then we sit down and we have a quick meeting saying, all right, Mr. and Mrs. Lender, how did everything go? What do we need to work on? It's either great, they're qualified for this, go show them some houses, or it's, hey, okay, you know what, they're a few months away, they need to work on this, 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 and this, pay down some debt, whatever it is, this is their plan. And the reason why we're a part of their plan is because the lender doesn't have their relationship like we do. So we can call them up every month, check in with them to make sure they're executing their plan so that we can sell them a home and they can get qualified, okay? Again, pipeline-driven team. I, always, I even tell my agents on my team, if you have nothing to do and I look at your calendar and there's a bunch of white space in there, grab one of your nurtured clients, take them out, and get them excited. The lender can tell you once their credit is correct or once they pay off this debt, they'll qualify for about this amount. So you know what houses you can show them. And if they have a plan that they have to execute with the lender, you think they're going to do that plan if they're not excited? No way. So how do you get them excited? You take them out and you go show them some houses. Okay? And the same thing happens with me telling them if they secure them as a client, I let them know that my transaction, transaction coordinator is going to be giving them a call, just gathering some information throughout the transaction if they ever need anything. After the first appointment, I give them an honor call and I send them thank you cards and brownies. So that's my buyer checklist all the way up to the point where we're about to show them some houses. So I want to open up. We've got about 10 minutes. I want to open it up for some questions. Is there anybody that does something differently? Does somebody want to come in here and challenge me and say, okay, you're crazy for taking people into a consultation before they're even um, qualified? Or if you're unclear of anything, ask away. You've got about 10 minutes. To enter the queue at this time, press star 1. Next we have David. Your line is open. Hey, David. Hey, how are you doing? Doing good. Good, good. Hey, I'm up in Phoenix. Uh, question for you. So these pipeline-driven leads for the buyer side, even sell side sometimes, um, how are you yep. leveraging some of these leads uh, to, to gather referral business from them? Let's say their credit's at like a 500. They got 12 months. I mean, do you have anything in, in the works where you're like, you know, touching them consistently, inviting events, asking for referrals? You know, could you give me some insight into that? So if you're, if you're in my database, no matter what database, you're in my active database where we're currently working with you, okay, or if you're my closed database and you're, you're a client that bought or sell a home, you get invited to four client events per year, okay? So mm -hmm. at client events, I love to sell in person. I mean, I hear some of my, you know, some of my agents, they're just there selling, selling, selling over the phone. I like to meet some of these people in person and sell them in person. One thing that we do, let's say, if I do have to sell over the phone, okay, there's always something of value that you can give them, right? So you're in Phoenix, and I'm sure you heard of Pathway to Purchase. Sure have. Sure have. So let's say you've got somebody that's 12 months out. You can call them up and say, hey, Mr. or Mrs. Buyer, um, let me just tell you about this program. It's called Pathway to Purchase. The really cool thing about it is you can get up to $20,000 down, and that's gifted from the count or city or county, whatever it is. Pretty cool mm -hmm. program, huh? 
perfect. Hey, um, I know you're about 12 months out, but you know, I know this is something that's going to go away really, really soon. Do you have any close family or awesome friends or even some coworkers that you know that you care about that could be a benefit to this program? Let me know. I'd love to help them out because this thing's going to go right away. So you always want to give some sort of value and then mm -hmm. ask for business. Okay? Gotcha. Yep. So that's the way we do it. If someone's not there yet, um, you just you give some value and then try to close them for some business. And we figure out what a flavor of the month is, right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes we have um, like a, let's see, a builder giving out some super incentive. We call them all up, hey, I know you're 12 months out. Um, do you want to go look at this? You know, maybe we can fast forward that 12 months. Or, hey, do you have any family, friends, or really close coworkers that you think could benefit from this? That's mm -hmm. really it. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. One follow-up question on that. Is there, like, yep. any type of software or technology you guys are currently using to streamline any processes? I know you mentioned SurveyMonkey, um, but anything else that, you know, stands out to you that you're using? Um, we've built a lot of our own checklists through Excel. I mean, it's just stuff that we've been through. Um, let's ask the call. Does anybody else have anything else that they use? I mean, we use BombBomb for videos uh, throughout the transaction. Mm -hmm. What else do we use? I mean, we have Skyslope. We've designed, you know, we've designed Skyslope where, you know, it, it can prompt us for anything that we are falling behind on. Um, we use Outlook Calendar for reminders. Uh, mm -hmm. Top producer, our close, we use top producer for our closed database. So that's, a lot of that stuff you can set auto prompts for whenever you need to call someone, call someone on their birthday, anniversary, or anything like that. But, um, does yeah. anybody else on the call have any other software that they use to help streamline checklists or processes that could, um, benefit everyone here? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> no, I don't know if we have anybody else. Do you have anything yeah. that you use? Yeah, I mean, I, I started using Trello. I use Zapier as well. Um, Trello for like my... I heard of I'm Trello. A one, I'm a one-man band, and, and I, I needed okay. one place that I could... Well, I have an assistant as well. He helps manage leads that come in from online. And uh, so he could see my flow of processes. I have like a do, doing, and done board essentially on there. Okay. And Zapier will integrate so that when an event happens on a calendar, um, it, it can reflect in in Trello, and he can see that it hit instead of, like, logging into four different websites to track nice. different processes. Um, I've been using Calendly to schedule appointments and send uh, a text reminders for my clients. Uh, that's been helping out a lot because I've been setting six to ten buyer appointments a week. And, oh, wow. Uh, and, and for me to stay on top of these guys, it, it just sends out three text reminders. I've set up on 24-hour reminder, a three-hour reminder, and then a one-hour reminder of the event. Um, that's nice. what I've been using and it's been helping out. When are you going to hire yourself a buyer's agent? Six appointments I know, a week. I, wow. Yeah. Well, the thing is, like, you know, a lot of these guys, I, I really started picking up this much traction over the past six months, and they're all starting to roll in now. So I'm, I'm Good. working on, like, that's why I joined the core. It's like, okay, let me get organized, <laughs> you know? Perfect. So hopefully soon. <laughs> well, fantastic, man. Keep killing it. Thank you. All right. Any other questions? Yes, we do have three additional callers in queue. Next, we have Anthony. Your line is open. Hey, Anthony. Hey, Kay. Um, so my question actually was it goes back to the, the listing presentation. You mentioned going over, uh, allowing them to choose their, the marketing strategy. Um, I mean, how how does that work for you? Like, what do you what does it mean specifically by choosing it? Like, do you have like an A, B, and C, or how does it go? Yeah, so it's all it's all feel, right? Like, um, and that's the one that I bring out when somebody wants to list their home really high. Typically, usually if I have a good if I have good rapport with them, I understand what they're looking for, and I can just and from their um, survey they say and they want they know their house is pretty close to market value, I don't even mess around. I just go like, all right, this is where we need to list after you see your comparable sales. Go right in for market value. But I felt like I was losing a lot of uh, listing opportunities because people were coming in and what we call buying the listing. Mm -hmm. And buying the listing says, oh, yay, let's list it here. I'm going, the market's hot. You'll sell it. And then two months later, I see 
you know, the price like $20,000 lower than what it, what it was listed at because they just, they couldn't sell it. So I give them options now. Okay. Options. Okay. Option number one is you can go under market value and roll the dice and you can say, Hey, I can drive it up past the market value, list that market value. Or option number three is we can do a test price, but I'll only let you sit there for two weeks. Our market's hot enough that you'll know within two weeks if it, if you misfired, right? Yeah. Okay. I got you. Okay, cool. Cool. All right. Thank you. No problem. Next, we have Paul. Your line is open. Hey, Paul. Hey, this is Paul again from Bellevue. Um, quick question. I really like the 100% mandatory thing I do in regards to setting a buyer presentation. We've been um, trying to do that with all of our buyer leads, whether we need to buy an open house, they call us offline. And we sometimes get some pushback, as you can obviously imagine, and our, our objective is to kind of reference the, the goal of establishing a professional relationship. However, yep. in, in moments where you have uh, a client who's looking to buy, yet they're not willing to meet or they're saying we're super busy and let's just start looking at homes, is that when you go and meet them and, and handle your buyer presentation at the house? Or yes. do you for, yep. meet them to develop rapport and then schedule a buyer presentation? How no, that? as fast as I can meet them, wherever they're comfortable with meeting, I will meet them. Okay? A lot of times it's they're – they want to just go look at the house. And I'm not going to stop them from looking at the house. I'm a big believer if someone calls, they deserve the best, the highest level of customer service, and that is to go show them the house. But before we leave, you better believe I'm going to sneak that thing in there. Okay. 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 And when, how, are you, how are you able to overcome some objections when they do say, for example, I you know, can't meet or we're not willing to meet or we're, we're not ready right now? Is that kind of a way you can gauge the level of seriousness and how far out there they are from buying? Exactly. You know, for me, it's a lot of my business is referred into me now, which is wonderful. So they play at my rules, right? It's, they're referring into me. They have full trust in me a lot faster. And I've got to the point now where if you don't sit down with me and you don't do a consultation, I just won't work with you. You will work with one of my buyer's agents. Got it. If they want to take that on. Okay. If you generate enough leads and you build a big enough pipeline, you can start to do some of that stuff. I get it. Early on, I had to take everyone. But the people that don't want to sit down and do consultations, they're the most difficult clients because they don't play by the rules, right? True. True. So. All right. Position of strength, not desperation. I like that. That's right. That's right. All right, we have one more question. Yes, next we do have Christy. Your line is open. Hi, thank you for all of the amazing information you shared with us today. You've mentioned a lot of lists and surveys and things that you have created, and I would, myself and my team are sitting here talking about how we'd love to get our hands on that. How do, is that something you will share, or can we get in touch with you after this? Yeah, so uh, are you are you with the core? Yes, yeah, I'm in level three. Okay, First okay semester. perfect. So reach out to your concierge and just say, hey, I okay. want Kay's um, breakdown on how, like, the, so I'm actually following an outline today that my, or my checklist that my listing coordinator follows. So I have my checklist, and then I have my, if you want the survey monkey, if you want my listing presentation, I have all that stuff created. So reach out to your concierge, they'll, They'll get with my my team, or they might even have it on file. Okay? We'll get it all to you. Perfect. Thank you so much. Excellent. Excellent information. No problem. Take care. All right. We have one more? Yes, we do have a Brennan. Your line is open. Hi. Thank you. My question, actually, there was a gentleman who was talking about his um, the apps that he used to schedule his appointments and they give reminders. I was wondering if we could get that repeated because I didn't get that written down. All right. Is he still on the call? I know one of them was Trello or... 
It was what the third one I think that he mentioned later on the in that conversation. One, yeah. Yeah. I mean I use I just use Outlook Calendar. All my reminders and alerts are set up in there by my team or my assistant or even myself. So I don't remember what he was using though. I'm sorry. Hey Katie, is this recorded where we can get ga- we can gather that information? Okay, can you hear me? Yeah. Yes, this is recorded. Okay. Yeah, we'll try to track that information down. So it was one of the apps that um, someone uses for their scheduling, right? Correct, yes. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, we'll see if we can track that down. And what was your name? My name is Brennan Strablo. Okay. And, Brennan, do we have your information where we can send that yeah. to you when we find it? Yep, I, I take coaching with the core. Perfect. So who's your coach? Thank you. Krishna. Okay. Fantastic. All right, so we are we are all wrapped up here. If you have any other questions and you know you're up you are a part of the core, you can always reach out to your concierge, set up a time one on one to work with me. Uh, we have an amazing we have an amazing summit coming up here in the next few months. It's our May summit. It's going to be in San Antonio. If you want to take your business, if you're on on the call right now and you're not a part of the core and you want to take your business to the next level, okay? I mean, we're talking 40 sales to 400 sales in six years, and you want to multiply like that. You need to be at that summit. So reach out to someone that knows about it. Um, if you're on the call, we'll have someone follow up with you. So have a wonderful day. We'll be in touch. Thank you. This concludes today's conference. You may disconnect the line at this time.